A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ah, yeah, it is, well, the fan reaction show. Welcome to the Red Men TV. If your head is as kettled as much as mine has been in the last 12 to 14 hours, uh, you know exactly why I'm here. And sadly, it's not for good reasons. Um, the Jude Bellingham saga continues. And in fact, it might be over full stop. Um, we today are understanding uh, that Throughout two years of actually going for Jude Bellingham, Liverpool have decided to pull out of the deal completely. I'm going to talk to you about the timeline, about what has happened in the last couple of days uh, between Liverpool and Jude Bellingham, amongst getting your reaction as well as talking a bit through my reaction as well. Uh, because as as we all know, um, Liverpool fan base is a little bit up in flames at this moment. And I feel like this might be a little bit of a nice therapy session for absolutely every single one of us. So do get your thoughts in the comment section and I will go through them. Uh, but let's get straight into it then because it is a little bit of a shambles if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, and it all actually started on the 20th of March uh, and David Austin did release uh, an athletic uh, article as you can see on the screen now, uh, where he basically said, as things stand, Liverpool look increasingly unlikely to sign Jude Bellingham this summer um, due to the expected price, which I'm not too sure why we're that you know, surprised by how much we'd have to pay for Jude Bellingham, along with also financial powers Um and amongst other things. And he actually got quite a bit of backlash for that. It wasn't what anyone wanted to hear. I think people decided not to listen to him because it was just him who'd really came out and spoke about it. Um, but since then, it it all went a little bit 180 because from hearing that, you were also hearing uh, little other stories that Jude Bellingham was actually, you know, his decision was imminent. We were all going to find out. Uh, there was a little bit of, you know, a, a kind of buzz around Liverpool's fan base and especially on Twitter, hoping that any day now we'd hear that Jude Bellingham is signing for Liverpool on a pre-agreement or whatever it might be. Um, but evidently, that was not the case. Um, moving on then, which is why I'm saying it did a 180. Uh, as we can see on the board, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. I'm so sorry. Uh, and that's how I'm going to leave it, um, reported that a decision on the future of Jude Bellingham is imminent on whether he will stay at Dortmund or leave in the summer. Now, this was on the 7th of April, and there was a lot of rumours that he was coming to Liverpool, it's done, um, and it is soon to be, you know, on the cards. Um, but obviously, 
the the two options that were being outlined for um, Jude Bellingham was to either leave this summer or stay at Dortmund for an extra year. I'm not too sure why you'd want to do that in terms of Dortmund next year if if they don't win anything, which I, I'm not too sure they will. Um, then Jude Bellingham would just want to move and they'd have to lower the price even more due to it being another year of his contract gone. So it, it was a little bit of a weird one for me. Um, and, you know, we all expected Jude Bellingham to be offered quite a lot of money um, on the wage bill, but it felt like Liverpool, we'd been trying for two years, we'd been really, you know, the stories were that Klopp was calling them quite a couple of times a week. We were having constant um, talk with Dortmund as well. So there was a lot of positives to take from that. And yet, all of a sudden, out of the blue, um, we've decided to not take part in any of it. Uh, I've got a super chat. I'll bring this up now. Um, I'll tell you when it comes up. Here we go. Uh, 4.99 Great British Pounds. Two seasons without signing a midfielder. Never strengthened when we won the CL and the PL, which is Champions League and Premier League. Didn't sign a centre-back when we needed. We're falling behind. Um, I totally agree. Uh, this is from... R-Y-S-W-A. Uh, I agree. Look, Liverpool, when you're winning everything, that's when you need to invest the most, to be honest, because you need to make sure that the others who are trying to catch you up don't stand a chance. And instead of doing that, we basically did the opposite. I'm pretty sure we, we, we bought Takumi Minamina. And look, he was a boss lad. Um, he really helped us in the cup competitions, but it wasn't a statement sign and it wasn't someone who was going to be here for, I don't know, the next 10 years and shape Liverpool's future. Um, and yeah, we did not strengthen when we were on top and it has cost us. And it does feel, I don't know about you, but it does feel like we've wasted an entire season this season. And that's what annoys me the most at this moment in time. It's, you know, whether we sign Jude Bellingham or not, Liverpool as a football club continue to go on and I'll continue to support it. Um, like with Jude Bellingham or without Jude Bellingham, Liverpool is still Liverpool. But what really annoys me is it feels like us being interested in, a, in him has influenced what we've done in the transfer window for the past two seasons. And we went for Tushimani and Tushimani didn't want us. He wanted Real Madrid. So it was clear that we knew we needed a midfielder. But we didn't have another alternative to Tushimani because the other alternative was Jude Bellingham, and we weren't gonna we were gonna wait for him an extra year because of Dortmund, and you just feel like it's a year wasted. We all knew we needed midfielders, go and sign some, and instead we didn't because we put all our eggs in one basket for Jude Bellingham, and now we've taken all our eggs out of the basket when he's now available. It is it's absolutely manic at the moment. Um, Steve O'Hare has said, very hard to stomach after Liverpool fans hedging their bets on the current shit form being a worthwhile sacrifice for Jude coming in the summer. 100% agree. It was the little light that we'd had this season that, and I even said it a week ago, I literally said, the only thing that is keeping me going through this season is the excitement of what we might do in the summer transfer window. And the fact that I, I fully thought in that moment... FSG, no, we need to invest. Surely now they need to realise that we need to go for the best. And it's it's a case of we're that far behind now. You really do need to invest a lot of money just to even get on the level of the teams this season. Those, those teams now, Arsenal, even United at this point, Manchester City, even Spurs who are chasing top four, 
all of them are going to get even better because they've got another transfer window. So whilst we're sat here trying to keep up with the teams from this season, those teams will be ahead already for next season. It, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. Um, but I'll carry on from the timeline um, just for a little moment uh, because obviously we did hear that a decision was imminent on Jude Bellingham. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, half seven, I was the happiest I've been in quite a while. Uh, I've got a tweet up here. Oh, my word. These these names need to be binned because I can't say them. Jan. Oh, no. I'm just going to go with Jan. You just can see him. Um, he said, uh, Jude Bellingham, just to confirm, the report earlier today is that Liverpool have sent an offer to Dortmund. The roulette is open and it was a bid of £84 million. So it was supposed that Liverpool had sent an £84 million bid in and now it was up to either Dortmund to see what they wanted to do with it. But also this roulette, it was like, OK, City, are you going to get involved? Real Madrid, even Chelsea, Man United. Who's going who's gonna to start rolling it? Because... 84 million, when I looked at that bit the other day, I could have told you that they're being rejected because 84 million, when we've been told pretty much for the last year, it's around 120 at least. Um, I'm not too sure why we, we only bid 84, but at least we apparently got it started. Um, and obviously uh, it was reported that we did go in for them. Well, I, I, don't ask me what happened in the space of an hour and a half because I couldn't tell you. I'd turned on the Champions League football. Man City started winning and all of a sudden my night was made even worse by Paul Joyce. And Paul Joyce is one who I actually seriously trust when it comes to transfer news because he's silent for most of the year. But then every so often he drops things that either make you absolutely elated or absolutely depressed. And I was depressed when I saw this. Uh, Paul Joyce... It came out and said that Liverpool have cooled their pursuit of Jude Bellingham and seek midfield alternatives. This was at 8.49. We went from half seven to potentially being in for Jude Bellingham for submitting a bid to literally an hour and a half later. Uh, yeah, we're not interested. We've pulled out of absolutely everything. Can't be arsed with Jude coming uh, to Liverpool to say I was angry and I still am. You can probably tell Um is, is beyond a joke. I, I really, I don't understand it. I don't understand what happened within that hour. I, mean, I don't even know if we actually, maybe we just didn't even put a bit in. I'm really not too sure. Um, but as you can probably tell, Twitter went absolutely ballistic. And I think rightfully so. Um, let's go back to some uh, more super chats then. £2.49 euros. Oh, I've said pounds and then euros. Incorrect. Unacceptable. They need to leave now. FSG out. Now we get to the FSG stuff. This does not help FSG. I was always a person who sat on the borderline. I could see both sides of the story. I believed we needed to spend more money. I fully accepted that they'd done some wrongdoings in, you know, the 77 quid trying to make that a thing for the tickets and also trying to, you know, basically use the word Liverpool so no one else could have it. They also did the furlough scheme when we're a multi-billionaire company. Um, I could see where, where FSG had gone wrong, but I could also see what they gave Liverpool they gave Liverpool every trophy that we could possibly get. You know, they did invest sometimes in big players, Virgil van Dijk, Alison Becker, when we really needed them. And that, ultimately, those two buys were the reason why I thought we'll go after Jude Bellingham. I never fully believed it due to the fact that I thought, you know, it, it, 
if we don't get Champions League football, he won't want to play for us. But that was more on Jude Bellingham. It wasn't more on... I, I did believe FSG, this was one of those, like Virgil, like Alison Becker, where we knew we needed them and we'll go and get them because we've waited for two years. Um, and ultimately, we, we clearly haven't. Moving on to another super chat then. Difficult to say we haven't strengthened Nunes and Gakpo. Is it in the correct areas though, Craig? That's the thing. Look, Gakpo, I think, is absolutely brilliant. Um, Nunes, I think, could be a star. I think he needs to calm down. He's he's extremely nervous as a footballer. Um, but the the thing is, is that that eighty nine million or whatever it was was supposed to go on Tushimani, but we didn't get Tushimani. So in an alternative situation, instead of going for another midfielder that we needed, we went and got Nunes and Gakpo. The the thing is, is I don't understand why you can't go and get a striker and you can't also go and get a midfielder. Our net spend is, is not comparable to the other big top six Premier League teams. I don't understand why we can only have one and not the other. Like this season, I at this moment in time, I don't understand why we can't have Jude Bellingham and another midfielder, and maybe a the, you know centre half. I didn't get what because we've not seen a transfer like that yet with FSG for me. Yet at times we've we've spent quite big, but I've not seen one where we've a got. I mean, Jude Bellingham's going to be a generational talent. He's going to be the best for the next ten years potentially without any injuries. Um, but I don't see why we couldn't also go and get you know a midfielder like Mason Mount or there's thoughts knocking around that we might get Barella. Um, I'm not too sure about that. Matthias Nunes is another one. I just feel in the last two seasons, we, before, you know, when we signed the likes of Alison Beckham and Virgil van Dijk, Liverpool were the example of how to, you know, build a club. We were unbelievable at it. We went, we, we might have, you know, waited an extra while to get those two players, but eventually we did get them. And it made us a lot better. We targeted good players and we went and got them. We targeted Mo Salah and went and made him a diamond. Like, that is what Liverpool were known for doing. In the last two years, it's been an absolute circus at the football club at times. I don't know what we've been holding off on players, not getting them. I, I mean, even look at what happened with Nat Phillips. Nat Phillips was basically out the door. Then all of a sudden he gets told he can't because there's an injury to Canate. These players who will make you a few, a few extra million. You know, we're not selling them at the correct times. Ox and Nabi Cater are going on a free this year. You're getting nothing for them. Yet, they probably are okay in terms of how much you spent on them and how many years they've been here. But you still, they're two players that you could still have got a decent amount for and reinvested it, and we didn't. Um, so I, I think... We've strengthened, but we haven't strengthened enough for me. Uh, moving on to another super chat. Uh, two sporting directors in a year gone. No club doctor. Chairman steps down. Owners say they're looking to pack up and leave. Internally, we're a mess. Exactly. Um, this is exactly the point. In the last two years, it feels like no one has a clue what is going on behind doors. Um, it's absolutely mental. Um, and I can't give you an overall... Like, because I don't know, I can't... <laughs> this is what I mean. If someone would have told me at some point throughout the season, don't worry, guys, you'll get Jude Bellingham. It's going to be an absolutely awful year, but it's OK, so at the end of it, you get the player we've been wanting for two years. Then I could be able to sit there and say, oh, OK. And I've always had that feeling of, but we, we might do this and we'll get better and we'll get back at the top. Why? Because we need a big sum of investment. And to find that the main man that you're after isn't going to be there is, is a bit mental. 
moving on then we've got 50 knock I don't know what that is I'm going to be dead honest with you I can't believe people actually thought it would happen FSG's history tells a different story sell to buy or buy cheap it's that simple folks I can understand it. Um, the difference is, is that I feel like we've never been at a point where we are now. Uh, we're desperate. Um, at those times, we've always been on a level of hitting our peak. It's been a road that we'd still get to the top. Now we've hit our peak and we fell off a cliff. We're going down. We're when we signed Alison, Virgil van Dijk, Takumi Minamino, these types of players, we were always on, on the up and we were always pretty much still at the peak. We still had young enough players, players with enough desire, heart, want. And now those players have listened to the same conversation, the same motivation for how many years they've been running to the ground. I think a little bit of them just can't be bothered at times, to be honest. Um, which, when you don't freshen up a team enough, that's what happens. I believe the reason Pep Guardiola and his city side is still rampant is because he freshens it up all the time. He brings in people who've not heard his message before and he they buy into the message and they give the lift to everyone else because they want to do the hard work. And if someone else is doing the hard work, in the team and you're in a uh, you know a similar position to him and you want him out the squad you're going to have to raise your level and you're going to have to buy into it so there's a lot of reasons why this hasn't gone correct um 11 I'm going to say that's New Zealand dollars I don't know whether it is uh, where's all the FSG fanboys now they've played us for suckers again we're angry and we need to get angry I'm angry and there's nothing scarier than an angry scouse love from New Zealand like I mentioned earlier nice one so much by the way uh, for all these super super chats uh, Captain Calculus um, yeah I'm angry I won't lie I'm, I'm, I'm furious to be honest and for all of those who aren't as furious as I am that's okay too because at, at some point, I believe Liverpool will get back to the top. And maybe that's just me being naive. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion on this. Um, everyone's allowed to feel not really bothered by it because we'll go and invest and we'll buy three other midfielders. Other people might be angry, not because we're not getting Jude Bellingham, but because we've sacrificed two windows, you know, two big summer transfer windows a season, which is this season, um, and we're, we're not going in to get him. Um but yeah, I, I agree. This is this this might be the line at where some people who stood in the middle between, you know, not like an FSG, but also, you know, can't fault them. Um, maybe this does cross the border for them. Moving on, oh, we've got quite a lot of these. Uh, Riley Erwin, four ninety nine. Could it be that Jude made his decision not to join, or would need a significant amount not to play Champions League? Too expensive for one player. Exactly this. There's people who believe it's too much money. Totally get that. Um, I can understand. My thing is is how we can sit here and be in, interested in a player for two seasons and, and think he wasn't going to cost this much money. I don't. A year ago, I could have told you, it's been out for a year that he was going to cost this much money. So I don't know why we're surprised by it. I don't know why we've offered a bid and all of a sudden they've potentially said, what do you think? We're going to give you him for 84 mil. And we've been like, oh, well, that's, that's as much as we can do because he was 120 a year ago. So I don't know what... I, this is where the signals get mixed. I don't know how we've not... How are we surprised by the fact that Jude Bellingham is worth a lot? Look at him. Look at him play football. Look at his age. He's English. And then look at every other team who's interested in him. You're not going to get him for a cheap no matter who you are, and people can link Jurgen Klopp, you know, manage Dortmund, we've got good ties with Dortmund, it doesn't matter. It's it's a business, it's money. Um, I understand what you mean. 
It could be Jude's decision, although there was reports today, and we'll get onto that in a second, that Jude Bellingham actually, you know, doesn't want to play for teams like Manchester City. Uh, I think Chelsea was also ruled out of that. Um, I think he'll be in the Premier League, however. <laughs> I don't believe that. Um, but there was rules that he, he wants to play for a team with passion, um, which, you know, is why many people, which is why he's been linked with Liverpool for, for quite a long time. Um I'd be interested in knowing, Riley, if you... if I mean, you might not be as angry as a lot of other people, and I totally get that. Um, who, who do, Like, how many midfielders do you reckon we get then? Three midfielders, and what if they're mediocre to... What if two of them are, you know, we they could go on the scheme that Salah and Mane and that have been, where they've came in, they've been decent, but they've took us to a different level. Do you think we've got time to do that? Because Jürgen Klopp isn't going to be here for ages. And that's my point. What about next year if they're not good enough for us? The good players, the really good prospects, but they don't actually get us to a title-challenging team. There's another year gone. At this time, we need players who are ready to slot in our team and make us world beaters. I think Jude Bellingham could have been that type of player. I'm not saying he's the be-all and end-all, however. Uh, moving on then. Could this be smoke and mirrors like it was with Virgil and Alison? I hope to God it is. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Has the stadium expansion cost us? I can't see the prices put them off. It's not changed. We put big money up for transfers. Yeah, Craig, this is this is the problem we're all having. No one has a clue what has caused this. Um, and in fact, you know what? I'll, I'll go back to uh, the transfer news. Um, and if we look at the screen now, uh, it says Jude Bellingham has ruled out joining Manchester City, PSG and Chelsea. The England midfielder wants to play for a prestigious club with values like passion, honour and reputation rather than money. Then we go back to Jan, who goes through the entire timeline for us. Bellingham is Liverpool's number one target, which we were all aware of for the past two seasons. Um, reports saying that Liverpool are favourites to get him, which is what's caused all the excitement. Um, and then, to, you know, yesterday, Jan confirmed Liverpool have sent an offer to Dortmund. Um, but then straight after that, 
there was tweets reporting that Liverpool have pulled out of the deal completely. And Jan has said, uh, so he basically reckons that the offer was too far away from the expected fee. Um, and back to your point, Craig, I, I don't know how the how it's put them off. I really don't know how the price has put them off because how you can know that he's been 120 million for this long. You put an 84 million bid in and because they don't say, yeah, you back out. It's mad. Um, Virgil and Ali, there was also a lot of... I'm pretty sure Paul Joyce put out a tweet saying that we wouldn't get Alison Becker and we'd kind of cooled the pursuit, but we did go and get him. Um, sadly, I just think it's less likely now. I, I just think back then, our internal business was really brilliant. Now we've looked like clowns all over the place. Um, I've, I've lost trust in the internal side of the football club. That's the problem. They're not as clear as, as to what they were doing. They're not doing it as good to, a, to that level. We've had several seasons where we've not really bought the players that we'd really want. Yes, we bought Nunes, totally get it. We brought in Canate, who was incredible. But we all knew we needed midfielders and we didn't bring a single one of them in. Uh, I don't think anyone could have predicted the, the fall off to this amount, but it has happened. Uh, moving on to another super chat. Uh, I felt sick to the pit of my stomach seeing that news last night. FSG have to sell up now. We can't keep putting up with this. So the thing around FSG, I, I think it's a little bit weird because there was rumours that they'd put us up for sale. We did a reaction video to that. And then it was like, no, we're, we actually are only interested in, you know, people coming in, investing in us, giving us the money, helping us out. And there's been rumours for a couple, you know, of weeks now that that's also imminent. But reportedly, whether we get investment or not, um, it doesn't actually change the strategy. That is what is being said now, which ultimately means we're still a sell-to-buy club. I don't know who we are selling now to buy three midfielders this summer. Um because like I mentioned, the people who could go for Sutton, who we'd want to let go, are people who are Ox and Nabby who are going on a free. Nat Phillips might get you 10 million if we're lucky. I reckon a couple of years ago, he could have got you a bit more than that, but we didn't sell him. Um, Reese Williams, I'm not too sure what's going on with him. I mean, I'm not sure about anything anymore. Um, and Liverpool have slightly ruined that trust with the circus that they've been going around for two years. Um and yeah, I, I felt sick. I, I could not sleep. My brain would not switch off from this. Uh, moving on then, do we genuinely think Bellingham is a better signing than three midfielders? Starting to regret the England Bellingham kit now. Oh no. Oh no. Kicker, no. Oh dear. Um, someone did rock up to Anfield the other day in a Bellingham shirt, by the way. Uh, I wonder how he's feeling in this moment. Um, not something I'd do. And maybe, maybe it was him who actually put... Jürgen Klopp off uh, because Jürgen did come out and apparently is fully 100% with the owners saying it's fine not to get Bellingham uh, on, your, on your first point then do we genuinely think Bellingham is better than th signing three midfielders only time will tell us getting Bellingham might not matter at all um, we might still go and invest in three really good players and be at the top again it, it's all a waiting game for that my problem isn't that we're not signing Bellingham. I mean, I'd have loved to sign Bellingham, but sometimes things just don't work out. My problem is we've wasted two years trying to wait for him. 
not signing players who we, we should have or found alternatives that we should have. We've wasted a year under Jürgen Klopp where we've been horrific. We're probably not going to be, well, we won't be in Champions League next year. We're in a fight for top six, top seven to get Europa League football. And then we've got to build up again and we've got to rebuild again. And we were at a point where the rebuild was, you could bring world-class players in and rebuild. And now it feels like we might be able to bring in really, really good players, but we need to once again give them a couple of years and make them outstanding. Um, and it's it's one of them. I, I don't know. Look, I'll still be excited with whoever we sign. I think it's going to be unfair on whoever we sign uh, because no midfielder that gets brought in now is, is ever going to keep up with Jude Bellingham in terms of everyone will just compare him to Jude Bellingham. Every mistake he makes, but Jude Bellingham wouldn't do that. And it's a little bit unfair on them. Um, I, I don't know. That's the honest question. I don't know who we'll sign. I don't even know if we'll sign three of them. I'm hoping that we will. Um, and I don't know whether they'd be better than Jude Bellingham. You've kind of got to sadly wait to, to find that one out. Uh, another one then, uh, we can't afford players because we probably won't make top four, but we probably won't make top four because we didn't sign players. Makes no sense. Exactly. Uh, this is the problem, is that we've gone round in an absolute circle. We're in a circus of it's just a shit show behind the scenes for the past two years and this is more my problem than the problem signing Jude Bellingham is that we didn't sign players midfielders specifically when we needed to which is why this drop-off has happened because with new midfielders with new voices in the changing room with people who are more determined and who have never heard the the motivational speech that Jürgen Klopp gives then maybe we wouldn't have had this drop-off. Maybe we'd have been in Champions League football, which therefore means we can go and spend the 120 mil on Jude Bellingham. It is literally this roundabout that you just can't escape from. And you'll be always thinking, what if, what if, what if? Because you'll never actually know the knock-on effects. We can all just speculate them. Um, and yeah, I totally agree. This is the, the reason we can't sign Jude Bellingham is our own fault. It's our own downfall. Uh, moving on then, Rachel Todd, Joel as well is going. Uh, yes, he is 100% he's going. So there's going to be another, we need a centre-half as well. Uh, quickly before we round up then, let's look at clubs with the highest revenue. Got this lovely little graphic up, uh, Liverpool goals made. Um, Liverpool are third with seven 101 million uh, with euros. Never mind. Manchester City at the top. Don't ask me how. Uh, 731. Real Madrid, 713. Uh, we're above Man United, PSG, PSG, uh, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Chelsea, Tottenham and Arsenal. And then if we just skip to the next lovely graphic, I've got uh, total money spent since 2019, the summer of 2019. Chelsea, 742 million. Not surprised by that. Uh, Man United, 623. Man City, 543. Arsenal, Arsenal, who are now top of the table, have spent more money than Liverpool Football Club. Why? Because they knew they needed to bridge a gap. They bridged the gap. They've overtook us and they've done it by spending 485 million. Spurs, 466. Aston Villa, who at this moment in time are above us in the Premier League, 436 million. West Ham, oh my word, 383. They're bottom. Um, Wolves also in a relegation battle, 347. Newcastle, Durham Boss, 336. Leeds, 294. Liverpool coming, 283. With Everton below them, 277 million. 
And that basically rounds that up. Liverpool, when they've been on top, haven't spent enough money to stay at the top, but also not just to stay at the top. When you're at the top, you need to make sure you get better because the teams chasing you are trying to reach you. And when you do nothing and you're stagnant, then they just simply overtake you. And this is the worry now. If Liverpool don't act in this summer, and this is another problem I've got with it just before we go. I have not seen in recent years Liverpool have alternatives. So I'm worried that we've waited too long now and now we're scrapping around for alternative options to Jude Bellingham because we haven't had any of them in the past two years. Because if we would have, we would have bought someone instead of when we didn't get too so many. And that is another point. I'm not I'm not sure Liverpool have got their strategy correct. I don't know how they announce it now and it helps them, I really don't. Uh, moving on, um, Florian Plettenberg, we're getting to the end now, guys, is that uh, news is that Bellingham, being told that Real Madrid and Manchester City have driven the price up. Uh, from the point of view of Liverpool bosses, the total package, including the transfer fee and the salary, was rated too high for his age. Liverpool are out of the race. race. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how we moan about money when we should have known this for ages. This is this is my problem. We should have known this for ages. I don't know why it came as a surprise. You knew the teams that were going for him. It was Manchester City and Real Madrid, you knew it. So why are we so surprised? Um, I guess you'll never actually know the truth until it eventually comes out. You'll never know what this uh, has in terms of an, an knock-on effect until next season, until you see the players we sign. Um on the me last thread, begging that it's just all this little, you know, we're actually going to sign him, but we're just, you know, putting out there to make everyone scared, to make people maybe bring the prices back down. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you, the likelihood of that happening is, is next to none. Uh, our final super chat before we go then. Uh, Riley, once again, I'm angry. No Champions League means we're less attractive, so would need to pay more. Me, I'd pay it, he's that good. But why would a player risk joining a side with doubt that will stay at the top? Exactly. Manchester City, Newcastle, you know, Real Madrid, they're always going to be at the top. Liverpool might be at the top, but I cannot, I cannot guarantee that. I cannot guarantee that we'll be back at the top at any point in the next couple of years. Um, the other teams, you can pretty much guarantee it. Um, but yeah, it's been quite a depressing uh 24 hours, to be honest. Uh, between the Jude Bellingham news, City winning and everything else, um, yeah, it's, just, it's not being great. Uh, we do have more for you, though, coming up. If you head to redmenplus.com right now, uh, you can see it on my screen. Um, we've got, I mean, I know you've heard it from me, but I'm not a professional. Heard it from an actual Jano. We've got Neil Jones coming in for Jano Insight. That starts at 1pm. And if you do sign up to Redmen Plus, as a monthly club captain and use the code JNO, that is J-O-U-R-N-O uh, on the payment screen, uh, then you can get it for 99p for a month uh, for the first three months. So do do that. You'll have all the transfer news within that three months, hopefully, because apparently we're getting all of our transfer business done instantly as soon as the window opens, whether you believe that or not, it's a different matter. Um, but yeah, I hope this has been a little bit of therapy. I hope for some reason um, you don't. This doesn't overtake your life because um, at the end of the day, Liverpool will still go on. Hopefully, it will be with Jude Bellingham, but it most likely won't be. Um, and hopefully, next year the the signs that we make instead of him uh, get us back to the top. But yeah, that's all from me. Do watch Jano later on Redmen Plus. Uh, see ya. Have a good one. <laughs> 